Hello and welcome to Is This Thing On Podcast number 238. My name is Nick Tan and I bring you music from all over the globe as I always do. Well, I would say every week, but I'm a bit late this week. We're sort of crossing over again, aren't we? Um, been a bit of a busy week for me. How about you? How was your week? How we... Are you Scottish? Are you a bit pissed off? Or are you really, really happy? I don't know, I'm a little bit ambivalent about it. I was kind of hoping that the Scottish people uh, would do something a little bit different and uh, give us a little bit something a bit more interesting to talk about. Shake politics up a little bit, if it can be shaken up without a big um, revolution. Anyway, yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, a bit tired today, uh, late on the podcast, but uh, I did a gig in Swindon, Swindon, Swindon last night at Riff Bar, uh, one of my favourite places to play, uh, where I also met Susan Hart, yes, yeah, Susan Hart, and Aid. Uh, a bit late for there as well, because I was doing other things. Oh, I'm so busy doing things, you know. Uh, oh, music stopped. Also, I'm going to try and find the source of the hiss. Do you know about the source of the hiss? Can you hear this? Um, There's a hiss. So just listen. There shouldn't be a hiss. It's not, it's not a sss, It's not really loud, but it's enough uh, for me to go, oh, do you know what, I've really got to sort this hiss out, because I'm going to do some new recordings soon. And... Um, It'll kind of get in the way, so I'm going to go and check leads, and I'm going to check inputs, check uh, audio interfaces and microphones and stuff, and see if I can find the source of it. Uh, if not, goodness knows what I'm going to do. I don't know. Uh, I shall have to rely on my f- friends on Facebook to um, give me some advice. Uh, are you an audiophile sort of person? Do you know about things like that? Oh, I've got my pop shield up. I don't know what my pop shield is. I don't know what's going on. What's going on? Oh, hang on, here's a pop shield. Uh, here's my pop shield, yeah. And pop, pop, pop. See, look, works really well, doesn't it? Um, yes, enough rambling. I have got a very short show this week, um, mainly because I haven't had an awful lot of uh, new stuff sent to me, and I'm just tired. Uh, I've got another show to put put, put together, because I'm doing a weekly show for an internet radio station called Splash Online. No, not Splash Online. The Flash. The Flash. Not Splash. Splash is, Splash is no more. Splash is no more. Bring on Flash. Completely different to Splash. Not even the same people or anything. Um, so I'm doing a show there that goes out on a, on a Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. 9pm. 9 uh, it's all pre-recorded. Um, but I've got to put it all together. It's a little bit easier to do than this one. The admin's not as difficult. Um, and it's tracks, like album tracks, stuff like that. Classic sort of rocky guitar stuff. And also local singer-songwriter or local indie band sort of things as well. So a bit of a bit of podcasty stuff, a bit of is this thing on stuff. But then also there's some um, I get to play Elvis Costello <laughs> and, and Jeff Buckley and stuff. So that's all cool. Um, so we've got a very short show this week, uh, but but I've got an interview and a live session with Lucy Kitchen. Uh, and I'll play that. That comes after this track. Uh, this is by a guy called Eddie Smith. Listen to this. It's pretty funky. This is called Temptation. She's a devil's angel. Oh, you know that she's a bad girl. Oh, rosy lips are red. Oh, they will leave you out for dead. That's what I said. She ain't got nobody to try to hold her down. Oh, she's wild and she's free She's my every fantasy Best believe She got what it takes to find her way to the top And when she gets there, she knew that She ain't gonna stop 
Red and gold, they'll fall like tears each autumn leaf. Winter, he will come again. Dark days and freezing rains will hide away inside until the spring. That was 
probably the first track that I played on the podcast. It was, yeah. On this show, I'm going to take my headphones off now so I can talk to you like a normal, <laughs> normal human being. Um, and it's also one of the fav- my favourite tracks on the album, on your yeah. new album. Yeah. We'll still call it the new album. Like, it's, it's new enough. New. It's new enough, isn't it? <laughs> um, do you... I'm just going to move this slightly now. Do you have favourites? I do, but they change. Mm-hmm. Depend. I don't know if it's dependent or. I mean, I definitely had favourites when I was recording, and then I had favourites at mix stage, and then when I got the masters through off Toby at Zanzibar. Um, we have I to think mention him, don't we? we? We do have to mention. We do have to mention the him. the inimitable Toby Vane. Um, but when I got the masters off him, he sent me two different masters with with quite distinct sounds to them, and I knew which one I wanted to go for with the feel of the album because it literally made me kind of twirl mm. around my lounge because I was so happy. But the first time I heard the Masters Tide, the end of Tide, I was just so happy when I heard that with the way the strings go and the glockenspiel comes in just for literally the last couple of lines and I was just like so pleased with how it all came together. It's an emotional process, isn't it, making an album? Massively. Especially with Toby because he sends you something and you go, Oh no! Yeah. And then you go, oh maybe. And yeah. Go, oh, I don't know. And so it does. It is. It's. It's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. He kn- he knew that I was going to be picky, but when he sent me the final mixes, I uh, I cried. Yeah. And then I wrote loads down, and my other half said, "Don't email it. You have to like go through this in person because if you send that in an email, it looks terrible." <laughs> so I went in and said, "Change it all back." But. Actually, I mean, what he said, which is really true, is that you know how you... Luckily, I did know how I wanted my album to sound. I think some people probably aren't quite so sure, but I had quite a clear idea. And he said, in some ways, it's his job to kind of push that and then pull it, and then I was pulling it back. And some things I was happy to keep because you have to kind of digest them a bit um, and see how they sit and get past that first play where you go, oh, my goodness. But his argument is if he doesn't push stuff, then you might under, it might be less than it could be. So mm. it kind of gives it the potential to kind of be more than it could, than you thought it was going to be to start with and to try different things. But it is really difficult when you're really attached to your songs and the recordings Absolutely. to kind of have that involvement. So it is, I'm not sure I could ever fully give it up to a producer to say just do what you like with it. It's a little bit like showing someone around your bedroom. Yeah. It's not, you wouldn't really do it, would you? <laughs> no, you go, what about? I don't know if you want to see that. I don't know. I don't it's worse than that. It's showing them in your knicker drawer. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a very, very personal thing. Massively. Um, my, my, like, my album was slightly different because I wanted a. I actually wanted some outside influence, and I want, yeah. uh, And I wasn't exactly sure how I wanted yeah. it. I wanted someone to say. I think we should do it like this. Yeah. I think we should do it like that. But you were a little bit different because no, you, you I went had in, an idea. I went in really clear, and and he said, "Are you hiring me as a producer or not?" And I said, "Not." And and as it is, I gave him kind of co-production credit because I think that we produced it together basically. But I did have a really clear view on the kind of natural sound I was after. He got to keep a couple of things. People may or may not have noticed that it's a sub bass on Blue Eyes. <laughs> he had to put sub bass on loads of them, and mm. uh, and he was only allowed it on Blue Eyes, and we had to pull it back a bit. What, what, can you can you just explain, just briefly, what sub bass is? Sub bass is um, it's what you get in drum and bass and things. It's like really low, and it kind of makes your chest rattle a bit, and kind of gives you that really low under growling thing that you can't quite put your finger on what it is, but it it kind of gives a whole bottom end to a track. Mm. 
Um, and obviously on things like drum and bass, it's quite hefty and you really kind of feel it as a whole body thing, which is quite brilliant, mm. but wasn't really what I was going for on Blue Eyes. No, no. <laughs> but there is a little bit still on this. So he's allowed to keep that. And on Rumours, um, the vocal effect, the chorus on Rumours, he tried it on quite a few tracks and, and I didn't think it added. And it was kind of a, did I like it better, kind of natural and, and how we'd said it, or did I like it more with the effect? And, but I just thought it really worked on Rumours. And as the last song, it was quite nice to have something slightly different on it. So he was allowed that on Rumours, but not on the other on the other tracks. But um, but no, it's interesting because he'd play a couple of people his ideas of what he'd done on it to kind of test the water and see as well what they thought. And uh, and I'd go back and say yes or no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it is. It's a very very tricky situation. Even if you're just going in like like you did, and, yeah. and it's an acoustic game, so you've got guitars. You've got flutes. What else have you got on the album? Um, there's Glockenspiel on, on Autumn. I just played on the album. There's a melodica, mm -hmm. which is a really quite random instrument. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and there's some double bass on some songs, cello on Blue Eyes and some drums on Fire of the Tracks. So these are real, real instruments. Yeah. So, so with, the, with the sort of like, I shall use one of Toby's phrases, acoustic palette. Yes. That you've got <laughs> to, to choose from, that the mixes and how you put all those bits and pieces yeah. together can make such a difference. Yeah, things have got to sit right and the vocals have got to sit in it, on top of everything in the right way. So they're not overpowering, but they have to sit on top so that they kind of come to the fore as well. So it's kind of, yeah, it is a very much a balancing act and listening to things on different speakers and, and going back in. And, and, and some of it was really small tweaks, but just to make those differences, to make it how I wanted it to sound. So. So yeah, it's good. It is good fun, but it is quite stressful, as you said. It's quite like, and you're so attached to it, and you want it to be really the best it can possibly be. Um, so at times you might come across as being slightly unreasonable. <laughs> well, you are, but I think the thing to other things to bear in mind is it's costing you money. Yeah, it's not like you're going to a mate's house and you're no, about true. making a recording. Oh, that was quite good fun. Yeah, it's like you've got to put your name to this and put it out there yeah. and saying, well, this is this is what I do. I think I think there's the element with Toby as well is that he gets that because he is a musician and he's put stuff out, so he understands that kind of preciousness that you have about your work. So even if you are being really precious and and probably driving him up the wall, he can step back and totally relate to that. So, um, so you kind of get away with it. Yeah, yeah. you do get a bit of best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, and occasionally you'll also say something like, you can hit that really, really high harmony that you never thought you'd even go for, and, and you suddenly find that you can, and if you hadn't said it, then you wouldn't have done it. So, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, the so, power of suggestion. Yeah. And you can actually achieve more. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. So um, it's been getting a lot of good praise. Yeah, I've had some nice reviews. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Always get nice reviews. Yes. I'm, I'm almost um, a little bit funny about reviews now. I mean, it's lovely yeah. to get them. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's lovely to get It's lovely to be noticed. Yeah. But sometimes I'd almost like someone to go, didn't really press any buttons for me. I didn't like this. I didn't like the way it did this. I didn't yeah. like the way it did that. I think people only do that once you've hit kind of a certain level. Maybe. And then they kind of feel like it's all right to be be negative because it's almost like it's not just about you it's about the label and there's yeah, more tied so. up in it so you, I've, yeah I've got, I've got a friend of mine um who gets some um negative stuff on twitter yeah from, from various people and i think when, once you start getting negative reviews and people having a go at you you kind of realize that you're up you've, you've up to level yeah people are stop being yeah. nice <laughs> because the people that are reviewing your stuff um, they don't actually know you and have no connection yeah. with you yeah so Whereas they can say the what they that, like you know we do get reviewed uh, but it's generally because we've sent stuff off and said, can you review 
me please yeah so there's some sort of connection so yeah. when you get reviewed by someone that doesn't know, doesn't know you that's even nicer yeah. almost yeah definitely um i think it's all there's the element isn't it all press is good press they say but to have reviews is is more about having a mention and different people potentially connecting with your music i think than actually what's written a lot of the time mm. i had an italian review that i still can't work out most of what it says <laughs> <laughs> i tried a uh, babel fish and google translate and yeah. the only word i got out of it was that apparently i'm diaphanous Ooh, <laughs> which I is a good which thought, is a good word so so all these things get said and loads of people reviewed it and then gave it the wrong name which i found really frustrating but you okay. can't really go back so loads of people called the album walking Oh, <laughs> it's, no. it's waking. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's, that's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much you can do about that. Not really. Only, yeah. No. <laughs> it's screwed. Not so searchable, though. No. So, can you just tell people the best place to get hold of you to find out more about you? The best place is my website, which is lucykitchen.com. And what have you got on there? On there, on there, on there, there is um, there's some videos, uh, there's some music, some couple of tracks off the album. There's also some versions of the albums, like in earlier stages of production, and there's some older songs, pre-album. Um, there's pictures of me floating around in in your blue dress, in seventies dresses. Yeah. Um, and there's um, gigs, so a list of all my upcoming gigs. You can also see all the lyrics from the album oh, cool. on there as well, and you can contact me. And you can buy the album from there? You can buy the album from there as well. And so that's Awaking, Not Walking, yeah. by Lucy Kitchen. Well, thanks a lot, Lucy. Thank you for having me. Never alone.
Hey everybody, this is Salmi Dahlstrom, and you're listening to Nick's Tan. Nick, fuck, I'm going to do it again. That's the one he's going to use. It is this week, Salmi. Uh, I need to get hold of her again, actually, because she's got a new album out, and I want some tracks from it to play it. Yes, that's what I want to do. Uh, that was the fantastic Florida Grace, and a lovely little... It's kind of like... I like to think of that track as a sort of Sunday morning hangover track. Do you know what I mean? It's what you want to sort of like go, yeah, yeah. And I feel I don't feel hungover because I didn't drink anything, but I feel a bit sort of I could be hungover. Do you know what I mean? When you're just tired. Yes. Anyway, Florida Grace and and Valerie. Before that, the ever fragrant Lucy Kitchen and an interview and a track from her new album Waking. Not not. Not what I said it was. It was on waking or something. What did I, say? I can't remember what I called it now. I called it something wrong. Uh, but it was waking. And before that, the fantastic Eddie Smith and Temptation, which is, an, you want to, again, this is a bit of a, a little bit perhaps of a hangover, although I haven't got a hangover, a hangover podcast. Uh, but it's a bit late. I better get a move on, didn't I? Right, I've just got two more tracks to play this week. Uh, the first track of this section is going to be um, by the, fa- oh, I love this guy, David Garlitz. Is it Garlitz? Yeah, David Garlitz. Um, he did that. Um, I played it a few times. And uh, yeah, you'll recognise it. You'll recognise his voice. And this is a new track from him. I've got a few of his tracks. Uh, this is the first one I listened to and thought, oh, I like this. I'll play I'll play this. Uh, and it's called Starlit Night. And then we're going to f- wrap up this podcast. We're going to kick this pop- popsicle stand. And we're going to split. And I'm going to go and make this other show. <laughs> and then I might go for a little nap. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's a track by me from my album Can't Stop Missing You and then we'll have some jingles and stuff and then we'll all we'll all go back to should we all go back to bed? Should we go back to bed later on for a little nap? I think so. Uh so I kicked off this morning this morning uh, with Eddie Smith Temptation, then uh Lucy Kitchen and then Florida Grace and now it's gonna be David Garlitz and then it's gonna be me and then we're gonna all go back to bed for a little nap. A little afternoon nap, shall we? I think so. Anyway, hope you enjoy the podcast. I'll speak to you next week, hopefully a little bit earlier. Bye the first time that you saw her she was all in black and white she was tapping out the rhythm of a foreign song didn't know her own name couldn't stand on her own without you by her side she was all alone the way you once were you won't remember she make your cold heart a burning ember Your love every minute Your love every minute of it Your love every minute Your love every minute of it And when she laughs you just want to make her laugh some more And you do anything to dry your tears when she cries You will lose years of your life Falling through the starlit night of her eyes she travels with a zebra and a black cat She laughs to the beat of a distant drum Doesn't speak the language, so she never says a word but There are other ways to make your feelings heard The way you once were, you won't remember she make your cold heart a burning ember Your love every minute Your love every minute of it Your love every minute Your love every minute of it And when she laughs you just want to make her laugh some more 
You'd do anything to dry her tears when she cried. You would lose years of your life falling through the starlit night for eyes. Falling through the starlit night for eyes. Falling through the starlit night for eyes.
always wait. I thought in time I would. I thought in time I would forget you. I think about you now. Each and every single day, and I can't. I can't stop missing you. I can't stop missing you. How hard I try, I just can't tell a lie. Cause I just can't stop missing you. Can't stop missing you. Can't stop missing you. I can't, cause I've tried. I've got no alibi, you know. I can't, no, no, no. I just can't tell a lie, you know. I can't. Missing you, no, no, no. No matter how hard I try, I just can't tell a lie. Cause I just can't. I can't. Can't stop missing you. Email me at is this thing on podcast at gmail.com. That's is this thing on podcast at gmail.com with your MP3 submissions, Russian watch offers, foreign bank scams, and of course, Viagra. This is the Posh Bird, and you have been listening to Nick Tan's Is This Thing on Podcast. Fucking good, wasn't it? <laughs>